Welcome to the Truth For Today podcast with your host, Joseph Franta, international minister, speaker, and Bible school instructor. Stay tuned for today's episode. Welcome to Truth For Today. This is another podcast of the book of Ephesians. We're going through the entire book of Ephesians, all six chapters about the destiny of the church, the plan of God of the ages, the government of the church, the benefits of salvation and redemption, God's choosing, appointment, and calling on individuals' lives. On and on the list goes. We don't have time to go through the whole thing. But it's enough to say that God chose us who are in Christ from the foundation of the world that we might be holy and blameless before him in love. And he predestined us to be sons and daughters uh, for the purpose of fulfilling his plan of the ages, which he talks about in this book in chapter two. So we're going to go right back into chapter five. Uh, We've been talking about being imitators of God What an exciting subject that is, being imitators or followers of God. We can be conformed to the image of his son, Jesus Christ, or we can walk in the light as he is in the light. Uh, He who has the son has the life, the same life that raised him from the dead is in us. So we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God has prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. You're a good work happening right now in Jesus Christ. And so I'm going to pick up what we left off in Ephesians chapter 5, and we're going to pick up right here in verse 10. Trying to learn what is pleasing to the Lord, do not participate in the unfruitful deeds of darkness, but instead even expose them. So we're not to live like the world. We're not to participate in their sins and uh, receive the consequences of them, which is judgment. No, we're to walk in the light as he is in the light. We are to have fellowship with the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. It says, do not participate in the unfruitful deeds of darkness, but instead even expose them. Verse 12, for it is disgraceful even to speak of the things which are done by them in secret. This is talking about all the works of the flesh. I don't have time to go into all of them, but we're talking about immorality, sensuality, lasciviousness, greed, covetousness, idolatry, and so forth. Verse 13. But all things become visible when they are exposed by the light. So as you walk in the light, God's going to show you things in your life that need to uh, be cast overboard, need to be gotten rid of. And he'll replace them with things that are way higher, better, more beautiful. But all things become visible when they are exposed by the light. 
for everything that becomes visible is light. The Bible says, in him there is no, it says God is light, and in him there is no darkness at all. So if you're going to walk with God, you're going to have to let him deal with issues in your life so that you can walk in the light as he is in the light, and you can. It's possible. Many are doing it. By faith, by obedience, by the guidance of the Holy Spirit in their lives. Verse 14, very important verse here in Ephesians 5. For this reason it says, Awake, sleeper. Awake! <laughs> that kind of infers that people are asleep. What does that mean? It means maybe they're dull. Maybe they're blind. Maybe they're hardened. And maybe they're not fellowshipping with God. This is talking to the church because they're living in some sort of sin. But all these things can be dealt with. All these things can be overcome through the blood of Jesus, through confession. The Bible says if we confess our sins, he is faithful and righteous to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us. I like that, to cleanse us of all unrighteousness, all wrongdoing. You know, God's a good God. It says the goodness of God leads us to repentance. Repentance is simply turning away from sin and turning to God and trusting in God for his forgiveness, his cleansing, and his restoration. It's not even hard. Repentance is a good thing. It's not a bad thing. It removes your separation from God through sin and brings you into unity with the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. I don't ever want to be found apart or separated from God. If you do miss it, be quick to repent. Confess your sins and know this, God's promise. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and righteous or just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us of all, all unrighteousness. That means you're right back into fellowship with God. And the great thing about confession is once you've confessed it, God erases it and forgets it forever. Their sins and their lawless deeds I will remember no more. So it says <clears throat> to the church here, it's talking to the church, awake, sleeper, and arise from the dead. An unbeliever can't do that because they've never been baptized into Christ. In other words, they've never been placed into Christ. They've never been put into Christ. The Bible says, <clears throat> by his doing, isn't that great? By his doing, 
you are in Christ Jesus, who became to us wisdom from God and righteousness and sanctification and redemption. Let's turn there for just a minute. 1 Corinthians 1.30. The reason I want to, I want you to put your eyes on this. That's why I'm turning to it. I think it's important to put your eyes on the Word of God. And uh, this is what it says. This is so powerful. 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 30. But by his doing, by God's doing, you are in Christ Jesus. In other words, when you accept Christ as your Lord and Savior, you are placed in Jesus Christ. Placed into. That's what the word baptized means. Baptized into Christ means placed into him by faith who became to us, then he becomes to us wisdom from God. We get his wisdom. Righteousness, we get a standing of perfect righteousness before God. Sanctification, we receive the gift of acceptance, holiness. You know, holiness, you can't earn it. It's a gift. It comes with the gift of righteousness. It's the ability to stand in God's presence as if sin never existed. The ability to stand in God's presence without any sense of guilt, inferiority, rejection, or condemnation. I tell you, this salvation is a great salvation. This redemption that Christ accomplished through his death on the cross and his shed blood is a great redemption. But by his doing, you are in Christ Jesus. This is for everyone in the body of Christ who became to us wisdom from God, righteousness, right standing with God, perfect peace, perfect peace, perfect righteousness before God. And sanctification, which is holiness, and redemption, we've been redeemed from the curse of the law, from sickness, poverty, and spiritual death. And we'll get into that in the book of Galatians, which we're going to do next. Not next podcast, but the next book after we finish this one. Awake, sleeper. The Bible says, awake to righteousness and sin not. Awake to your true identity that you're in Christ and Christ is in you. And stop sinning, it says in one translation. Because sin messes everything up. It messes up your life, your mind, your emotions, your finances, your relationships. You know, it says about Jesus, he loved righteousness. 
I believe this is Hebrews 1.9. He loved righteousness, 1.9 through 11. He loved righteousness and he hated lawlessness. That's the way we should be. That's where we're headed. As we walk in the light, as he is in the light. We'll hate doing the things we used to do and we'll love doing the things that God loves. We'll hate what he hates and we'll love what he loves. It's great to be conformed to the image of Christ, to have Christ living in us, and to cooperate, work with God, working together with God every day, to be more and more like his precious son, Jesus Christ. You know, think about where you've come from. You may not be where you want to be, but you're certainly not where you used to be. Okay. Awake, sleeper, and arise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. Wake up spiritually, church. Verse 15, therefore, be careful how you walk. Not as unwise men, but as wise, making the most of your time. You have something to accomplish while you're here on this earth. So accomplish it. You have a divine purpose. So fulfill it. You have a divine call. So complete it. You are anointed by God, chosen and appointed by God to fulfill a divine plan and purpose for your life. Don't miss out on it. Don't choose a lower road. Choose the higher road, the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Paul said, I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Oh, I want to tell you, there's a lot of things you can do with your life, but nothing even comes close to serving Christ. Nothing even comes close to fulfilling the plan that God has for your life and following that plan to its completion. The Bible says, all those who run in the race all run, but only one receives the prize. Run in such a way that you may win. Win the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Go for the prize. Go for the high calling. Go for the riches of the glory of his inheritance. Go for the prize of experiencing the surpassing greatness of his power. Go for the prize of pleasing God so that at the end of your life you can say with the Apostle Paul, I have fought the good fight. I have kept the faith. I have finished the course. In the future there is laid up for me the crown of righteousness which the Lord will give to me and to all those who have loved his appearing. 
Don't throw away your crown for something much less, some temporal prize. No, go for the eternal prize. Go for what God's called you to do. Nothing will even come close to giving you satisfaction as serving the Lord in the place he's called you to serve him. I can tell you, I've passed up all sorts of opportunities to do other things. But you know what? Jesus is my prize. Jesus is my treasure. Jesus is my life. Jesus is my all in all. Someday I'll stand before him and I fully believe and trust with all my heart that I will hear these words. Well done, good and faithful servant. Don't settle for anything less than the best. The call of God on your life. Therefore, verse 15, be careful how you walk. Not as unwise men, but as wise, making the most of your time because the days are evil. You don't want to go jump back up to verse 14 for just a minute because it says this, for this reason it says, awake sleeper and arise from the dead, from spiritual dullness and death, and Christ will shine on you. I mean the glory and the power and the majesty of God will be seen on you. Christ will shine on you with revelation, knowledge, understanding, insight into the plans and purposes of God for your life if you just awake and walk with him in the light. The path of the righteous, the Bible says, Proverbs 4, 18, the path of the righteous is like the light of dawn that shines brighter and brighter until the full day. In other words, things get better and better, brighter and brighter. And the full day, it says they shine brighter and brighter until the full day. The full day is when Christ returns. And that day is not far off. So measure it. Calculate it, understand it, and comprehend it that your life is like a vapor that appears for a little while and then vanishes away. The Bible says every man at his best is a mere breath. Calculate it, measure it. What is your life? When it's measured by eternity, it's very short. It's a drop in a bucket, it says in the book of Isaiah. So don't waste it. Don't throw it away by sin and rebellion and disobedience and pride. Submit to God. Yield to his plan and your life will be full of glory 
honor and fulfillment. Woo, glory to God. I know because I'm experiencing it myself. I've served the Lord for over four decades. Not that I'm any, you know, I haven't arrived by any means. But you know what? I'm pressing real hard for the prize. I'm pressing toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. And I know one thing, my best days are still ahead. And I know another thing, your best days are still ahead. Grab hold of the Spirit of God. Grab hold of the Word of God. Hold it fast and measure your life by it. Set it as your standard. Make it your foundation, the Word of God. Let the Spirit of God rise up and live big on the inside of you. You'll never regret it. You'll only want more of Jesus because once you get a taste of the glories that are to come, you'll never be the same. We're moving from glory to glory. The Bible says, but we all with unveiled face, beholding as in a mirror. This is the mirror, the word of God. Beholding as in a mirror, the glory of the Lord are being transformed from glory to glory, even as by the Spirit of the Lord. The Lord, His Spirit has taken us from glory to glory as we obey. We go from faith to faith, from strength to strength, from glory to glory. We're not paupers, we're kings. The Bible says we're kings and priests. He's made us to be kings and priests. Our sonship is secure. Our place in Christ is established. And our future is glorious in God. Woo, glory to God. I tell you, I get pretty passionate about Jesus. I get passionate about his word. You know, if you hold the word of God in high esteem, God will hold your life in high esteem. If you honor what God honors, God will honor you. If you're holding a Bible right now, you're holding God's eternal, infallible word in your hands that can change every part of your life to where you won't even recognize yourself anymore because you'll be going from glory to glory, faith to faith, and you won't even recognize who you were six months from now. You'll be so transformed by his glory and the power of his word, the power of his spirit, the greatness of his grace and power. Woo, glory to God. I feel like I'm soaring today in the spirit. 
I'm soaring above all the whatever chaos of this world. And I'm sitting in heavenly places with Christ, walking in the heavenlies, singing the praises of God, looking forward to the next blessing he's bringing my way. Okay, now, verse 17. So then do not be foolish, but understand what the will of the Lord is. Find out. You're not born into the will of God. You're born again into Christ, but the Bible says you have to discover the will of God. It's not what your mom and dad have told you it is, what they want you to be. It's what the Spirit of God reveals to you and what the Word of God reveals to you is the will of God for your life. God can talk to you through these pages, through these words, and give you a whole map out, a whole wonderful, glorious direction for your life. So then, do not be foolish, but understand what the will of the Lord is. Do not get drunk with wine, for that is dissipation, but be filled with the Spirit. You know, you can be filled with the Spirit. Instead of filled with the world, you can be filled with the Spirit, filled with the joy, filled with the power, filled with the praise of God. Sometimes I just praise the Lord. I just stop everything, stop everything I'm doing, put down whatever thing, whatever I'm, you know, involved with and start lifting my hands and praising the Lord, worshiping God for who he is. Elohim, the most high God, the Lord of glory, the father of glory, the king of kings, the Lord of Lords, the great I am, Elohim, the most high God, El Shaddai, the God who is more than enough, Jehovah Jireh, the Lord, my provider. These are all names for God. And then Jesus has all sorts of names, the good shepherd, the gate. He's the all sufficient one, the bread of life. He's the eternal one, the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. Even from eternity, he said, I am he, and there is no one that can be delivered out of my hand. I speak, and who can reverse it? Wow. Even from eternity, I am he, and there is no one that can deliver out of my hand. I act, and who can reverse it? He is an amazing, extraordinary, supernatural, powerful, glorious God. He wants to reveal himself to you every single day of your life. I got just a little over a minute here, and it says here, and do not get drunk with wine, for that is dissipation, 
but be filled with the Spirit, speaking to one another in psalms, hymns, spiritual songs, or you know, songs that come by the Spirit, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. You know what? Fellowshipping with God is not a waste of time. That's where you find your strength, your guidance, your courage, your wisdom, worshiping God. He desires us to worship Him in spirit and truth. Wow. We can walk with God. In the name of Jesus, I pray today that the Holy Spirit will surround you. The Holy Spirit will guide you. The Holy Spirit will talk to you by a still small voice on the inside of you and show you and reveal to you the great love and compassion, mercy and concern that God has for your life. He cares for you. Thanks for watching today. We'll be back next time continuing on the book of Ephesians.